0: This is Zoe Church LA. We are not fans, but rather followers of Jesus. Tune in as Pastor Chad Veach teaches of God's love and how we can live a Zoe life, an abundant life. John chapter three, verse 16. If you're new to church, this is kind of a a famous verse for people that grew up in church. And so you might hear some people that can you know, recite this verse. Don't feel intimidated. It's just, it's one of the most important verses in all of the Bible. So if you hear someone saying it, it's just where we put a lot of our faith is on this truth right here. John chapter three, verse 16. Let's read it out loud together. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Other translation would say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only, his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. A lot of of translations, a lot of people would know it this way. For God so loves the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and his only son, that whomsoever, that the whomsoever's of this world, that if anyone were to have faith in him or to believe in him, they shall not perish but have what everlasting life let's just identify those two contrasts perish really the bible's talking about hell so if anybody has faith in jesus anybody believes in this person the son they shall not go to hell but by faith in jesus they will be allowed into what be allowed into what heaven there we go it says, for God so loved the world that, that he gave. It was out of love that God gave and he did not give his sixth child. He gave his one and only son. That if anybody were to put their faith and their hope in this God, in this Jesus, they shall not perish, but they would have everlasting life. I want to preach a message in our new series called The World of the Generous. And really what I'm talking about, when I say the world of the generous, I'm not talking about, hey, everybody, you need to be more generous. But really what we're talking about, we're talking about a God who is generous. You know, I just, my prayer is that you would have a revelation on how generous God is, how much he loves you, how much he's for you, how much he wants to provide for you. He's a generous God. That is the world of the generous. And, And really what we're talking about tonight, you can write down the title of tonight's message, it's called Beyond the Agreement, Beyond the Agreement, Beyond the Contract. Beyond the limit, beyond what is required, beyond the agreement. I'm going to pray. And I'm gonna believe that God will come and speak to us tonight. Let's bow our heads and let's believe together. Father, thank you so much for our church. Thank you for all that you're doing in this setting and in these moments. We believe that you are good and you are gracious, that you are for us and you are with us. We ask tonight, open up our eyes so we can see Jesus, open up our ears so we can hear the Holy Spirit, do what only you can do in these moments and in this setting. We are thanking you for all that's about to happen. And God, with our heads bowed, And our eyes closed. We are praying every week as a church for the Los Angeles Rams God we ask that they win a Super Bowl their first year back in LA We know it's gonna take a miracle So God we're declaring it as a church that we're gonna give you all the praise for it in Jesus name And we all said together We're gonna need a little bit more faith than that. Come on and we all said together Would anybody be willing to just join the Rams crew just be on the Rams train Six people gonna be a Rams fan we're going to change the world. You just wait till we win a Super Bowl year 2058. It's going to be awesome. Go Rams. Um, by show of hand here, if you have done this before, if you have ever in your lifetime, you have ever at one point signed a contract, just at least an agreement, uh, you sign something that Obligated you to be somewhere to do something. You you signed this this document that's like I'm gonna purchase this house. I'm going to show up at this place. I'm gonna give my life savings to this cell phone company for the next three years. I am I'm signing up. Uh, I'm 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 36 years old now. I have three three children, one wife, four chest hairs, and get, it's awesome. And the older that I get now, when I sign contracts, I I really like read them carefully. I have a lawyer now. Feels so awesome. I got a lawyer, you know. I got a lawyer. It's got a. I don't know if you're at this place in life. But I got a lawyer, and uh, my lawyer looks at stuff. Hey, lawyer, handle it. Anyways. Um, Hood problems, but um, I I have a lawyer, and we like, we scrutinize this stuff. Like we look at agreements. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna do something, if we're gonna purchase something, because you know they slide stuff in, right? They, they they the fine print. You you never know what they're gonna what they're gonna put in there. Like imagine if you're a business person. Imagine if you do business and you sign up. You're gonna go to X city. You're gonna do this thing for this company, and and you get on a plane and you show up and you think you have you have signed an agreement to do this thing. And you show up in the city and, and the transportation isn't handled. The, the, the accommodations aren't what you were. You thought you were only doing maybe one or two things, but they have you doing six to eight things. And it's, it's, the, wor- it's the worst to, to be surprised with something. It's the worst when you think you're doing one thing, but then the further you get into something, there's more. And this was not in the agreement. This is not what I signed up for. This is not what we said we were going. This is, I didn't think, this is called marriage. You stand there with this person, and you're like, um, yeah, for sure, I'm down. Like, till death do us part. Okay, rich or poor, I get it. Sickness and health, I'm down. But you don't really realize what you're signing up for? Like, ladies, you don't realize, like, what you're signing up for is to do a lot of his laundry? That's not what I signed up for. You don't realize, like, the cooking and even a lot of the cleaning? Do you realize that's what you're signing up for? You didn't realize you are signing up to watch a lot of Center and a lot of ESPN. All the ladies in the place, come on, let me hear you say amen. Men, you did not know when you said yes to this lady that you signed up for a lifetime of rom-com on Netflix. You did not know that. And it's a, it, 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 the further you get into marriage, the more that you understand that it's more than just the agreement that you thought. I want to talk tonight about a God that goes beyond the agreement goes beyond the contract. I love this word in the Bible that says unfailing love. In the Hebrew, it's one word. In our language, it's two, unfailing love. But in the Hebrew, it's the word has said. Talking about a God who not only makes covenants and keeps covenants, but goes beyond the covenant. You need to know today that our God, he doesn't just initiate a covenant with you. He doesn't just initiate who he's going to be in your life. He doesn't just keep it the contract alone. What is a covenant? It's a binding agreement. It's a binding contract, but we serve a God that goes over and above. He doesn't just stop at the limits. Come on, is there anybody thankful tonight that He goes, He stretches beyond any agreement? Come on, don't give him a little church clap tonight. Come on, anybody thankful tonight that we serve that kind of a God, a God of unfailing love? This is who He is. Love John three sixteen. For God so loved the world, so loved. It's it's not that He. He loved, it's that he, he so loved. Say, so what's the difference between love and so loved? Well, the so, really. So loved. He so loved the world. For God, so, oh gosh, he just, oh, I so love you. Write down, I'm gonna give you a few thoughts tonight to write down, but write down number one. You are so loved by God. And I'm not talking about like love, like, Tolerate, Like, I love pizza. Love that guy. I love the Clippers. No, you don't. You like the Lakers. Yeah, I love. So loved. For God so loved humanity. He so loved Africa to Asia, South America, America, Mexico. God even loves Canada. He does. It's the truth. We're going to have to come to grips with it. Anyways, um, but God so loved the world. He so, he so loved us. He's so loved. I have, you know, three children and my four-year-old, this is really cool. My four-year-old daughter, Georgia, she's going to have her first day of school tomorrow. Is that pretty cool? We're ecstatic about it. We're going to eat cupcakes in her honor and donuts and ice cream. Anyways, um, but I got a four-year-old daughter. I have a two-year-old son. He is really unsaved. And then I have a, a seven-month-old boy. His name is Maverick, but I call him Mavvy. He's my favorite. Mavvy's my favorite. And Mavvy is just, he's, did I say he's my favorite? Is that what's funny? He's my favorite. Um, but, but my Mavvy, he's a, he's a snuggler. And, it, it, you know, his brother's just a tear. Like, he's just, he's the best. He just, you know, he goes to the house. But Mavvy will sit there and watch basketball with me and snuggle up. And he's just, he's just, he's the, he's the sweetest kid. And, and in our house, in our home, um, my wife often, or every day. She wakes up before me. And um and she will get up before uh, myself and and Mav and, and she will go downstairs with the two year old and she'll make breakfast and coffee and, and, and you know I'll kinda you know be in bed, kinda wake up slowly and I, it's my cue to wake up when when Mav starts yelling and screaming, it's it's now my cue to get up out of bed and take the the youngest downstairs to what has already been a a an awesome morning. So I'll I'll, I'll wait for Mavie to you know to he's already had his morning feed. So I'll, I'll I'll grab him and maybe play with him for a minute and then and then we'll go downstairs. The other day I had my Mav. And if you ever see a dad with with a with a baby, you ever see a parent with a baby, we we make the dumbest sounds with the weirdest faces. So like. It's early in the morning. I got my bath, and I'm totally like, (laughs) you know, and I'm I'm right there. Like, we're just, it's early in the morning, but I'm having fun with my son, and I lift him up, and I'm playing with him, and I kid you not, as I'm playing with him, his spit up went straight from his mouth into my mouth. All of it. I'm like, oh, gosh. I'm like I put him back on the bed. I'm like, oh, oh. I'm like, oh. no, but I got to be honest. This might sound weird, but like, I wasn't even mad. I wasn't, I wasn't, as his dad, I wasn't, I wasn't mad because I so love this kid. He's, he's mine. He, he belongs to me. He's, he's my child. I so love him. In the Bible, there's a story in the Old Testament about this faithful man of God is a prophet and his name is Hosea. And in the Old Testament, the Bible tells a story about Hosea, where God comes to this obedient, faithful man of God who's a prophet. And God speaks to him and says, Hosea, I want you to go down, and I want you to find a prostitute and marry her. Excuse me? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a priest. I'm a, I'm a preacher. You, you want me to go where and and get what? Out of obedience, Hosea goes down and he finds a prostitute named Gomer. Now, I'm just going to say this right now. He should have known right away, if you look up at, at Gomer on IG, that's all bad. Just her name alone was bad business. So he goes, he gets this girl named Gomer. I'm sorry, I think that was funnier than you left. But, um, but he, go, he goes, I'm going to call you out. But uh, he goes, he gets this girl named Gomer. And the Bible says that together they, they, they wed and they create three children. So she's there for a number of years. They have three kids. Every one of their kids receives from God an awful name. A name of damnation, a name of of destruction, a name of rebellion. All three kids get a bad name after years of of living, you know, well and living clean and 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 house duties and the monotony of life and you know the routine of a soccer mom, so to speak. It, it, Gomer gets fed up with it. She goes, "I I wasn't created for all this. I I'm not good at playing housewife and mom. I'm I'm not made for indoors." Gomer gets a streak of rebellion in her, and she says, "I'm." leaving you Hosea and the three kids. I'm going back to what I'm good at. I'm going back to prostitution. The Bible says she leaves her husband and she goes back to her her old duties and her, as the Bible says, her whoring ways. Hosea is, he's devastated. My lover, my, my wife, my, the mother of my three kids, she's, she's gone. How many sleepless nights does Hosea have? How many times does he he wander in his head, where is she? Who's she with? What's she doing? What's she up to tonight? Does she think about me? After some time, God comes and speaks to Hosea and he says, Hosea, I want you to go down and I want you to buy her back. Excuse me? Yeah, I want you to go and I want you to get your wife and I want you to purchase her and bring her back home. Hosea, he's He's demoralized. He's he's walking again in a place he should never be. What's a man of God doing in this part of town, in the red light district? What's a man of the cloth being in this kind of environment? He goes and he's looking for what already belongs to him. He's looking for his lover, his wife, Gomer. When he finds her, she's already owned by someone else. She's got a new pimp. She's got a new owner in the sex trafficking trade. He goes and He says, that's mine. The owner says, yeah, right it is. That's my property. He says, well, how much does it cost? How much to bring her home? He names the price and watch what Hosea, the man of God does. He has to to buy her back. Hosea chapter three, it says how much Hosea paid to get Gomer back. Watch what the Bible says in two translations. It says this first, I did it. I paid good money to get her back. It cost me the price of a slave. Then I told her, from now on, you're living with me. No more whoring around. No more sleeping around. You're living with me and I'm living with you. Watch how another translation says it names the exact price. So I bought her for myself for 15 shekels of silver and one and one half homers of barley. I can tell you today that God loved you and I so much that he did not pay some barley and he did not pay some shukels of silver, but it was the precious blood of Jesus Christ that was literally poured out for you and I. Come on, anybody thankful today that God loved you so much that he gave his one and only son. Watch what 1 Peter says, and read it up here on the screens. 1 Peter says that we were not purchased with corruptible things, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but watch what you were purchased with. Next verse, it says, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Come on, anybody thankful today that God so loved, he so loved you that he gave his one and only son. So number one, write down, you are so loved. Number two, you can write down, he gave because he loves. It was love that compelled him. It was love that drew him to a place of generosity. God did not give because he had to. God gave because he wanted to. God didn't give so he can get. He gave for your freedom. He gave for your liberty, for your your health, for your enjoyment, so that you can have peace, so that you can have rest, so you can be right with God. God gave because because he loves. I love that. For God so loved the world that that he gave. God is a generous God. You cannot outgive God. Let me just speak to your tithes and offerings, by the way. We never give tithes and offerings because we have to. You only give to God because you want to. You only give out of all of my receiving. That is the genesis of all my giving. I am so blessed. I am so taken care of. I don't give because of law. I give because of grace. I give because God's been good. I give because he's so faithful and kind. And God says, I will give to you because, not because I have to, but because I want to. This is our God. This is the gospel. This is the grace of Jesus Christ. That God so loved the world that that he gave. He didn't give half best. He didn't give, you know, out of 10 sons, his sixth son. No, he gave his one and his only son. And out of love, it was love that caused him to give. It was love that was the genesis and the motive. It was God saying, I love you. I love you when you're rebellion, when you're broken, when you're going off track, when you're not in a good place. I will go and I will purchase you back. Not with corruptible things, but with an incorruptible thing. With the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Is anybody tonight thankful that God purchased you back by the precious blood of Jesus? Come on, you ought to make some noise tonight. It's not the 10 o'clock. It's not the 1230. It's the six p.m y'all make some noise if you're grateful for God. And it's this kind of love, the love of God, it's this kind of love that always brings you back. It's this kind of love that always brings you back home to the love of God. Write down number three, this is the kind of love. This love, unfailing love, is the kind of love Remember in in Luke chapter 15, it tells a story about this prodigal son that loses his mind and he goes off. And one day the Bible says in Luke chapter 15, this guy who's out and he's kind of like a gomer and he's having all of his fun and all of his, his pleasantry and he's doing his thing. And then one day there was no Hosea that showed up. It was just an idea in his head that God loves me so much. It's better back home than it is out here. It's the love of God that will always bring you back. God doesn't show up to condemn you. He doesn't show up to judge you. He doesn't belittle you or berate you or tell you how awful you are. No, it's how loving he is, how kind he is. The Bible says it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. It's how wonderful he is. It's his majesty. It's his glory. It's his goodness. It's his faithfulness. Come on, anybody thankful tonight that his love always brings us back home. It's what always does it every single time. Anytime I drift, anytime I go away, anytime I start to lose it, anytime I'm over here, I just remember how much God loves me. And I say, I don't have to live in this bondage, in this position, with this attitude, in this thinking, the love of God always brings me back. It's amazing. Hosea, you know, he, he pays this price. He says, I paid this, the shekels and I paid the barley and And I got her back and in the same chapter in Hosea chapter 3, he kind of gets prophetic for a moment. He starts to understand that this whole situation is bigger than his home. He's going, wait a second. This is just a foreshadow of what's to come. This is just, this is symbolic of what Jesus will do for humanity. Watch his language in Hosea chapter 3. Watch what he says about Israel returning to God one day. He says in Hosea 3, the people of Israel are going to live a long time, stripped of security and protection, without religion and comfort, godless and prayerless. But in time, they'll come back. These Israelites come back looking for their God and their David king. They'll come back chastened to reverence before God and his good gifts. Watch this, ready for the end of the story of his love. The end of the story is the story of his love. This is Hosea speaking, taking his wife back from the red light district. He has a realization, whoa, 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 wait a second. This is something bigger than, than just me and Gomer and our three, three children. This is, this is what Jesus will do. This is what Israel will do. This is what humanity will do. They'll come back and they'll look for this king. They'll look for this God and that will be the end of this love story. Is a people coming back to the love of God. Coming back. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That humanity would come back to him. That we would literally, we would would not be a people of rebellion. We would not be a people of debauchery. We would not be a people of turning our back in wickedness. No, but we would come back to our senses and literally live out the love story of the gospel, that Jesus is for us. Come on, is anybody grateful tonight that the love story ends with you and I in grace? We invite our worship team to come back. Maybe you've never heard stuff like this before, but we believe that this is what Christ is. The Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 17, for the law came through Moses, but it was actually Jesus that ushered in unfailing love. In fact, watch what it says. For the law was given through a guy named Moses. But God's unfailing love and faithfulness, that came through Jesus Christ. The law, when it came, it taught us how bad we were. It taught us of our evil. It taught us of our ulterior motives. It says you'll never measure up. You always fall flat. You don't deserve grace. There's no way you should have favor. The law came through a man named Moses. But the Bible says that when Jesus showed up, grace and truth showed up. The unfailing love was actually found to be in the person of Jesus Christ. said love. Love that goes beyond contract. Love that says, even if you break my covenant, even if you turn your back, Even if you find yourself in a dark, evil place, don't you worry. I'm coming to find you. I'm coming to get you. I'm coming to deliver you. I'm not gonna let you stay there. That owner over there, that owner wants to hurt you. He wants to harm you. He wants to use you. That's what that owner's business is. This owner, this owner showed up to heal you, to purchase you back. And say no no no. There's no way I'm letting that go on in my watch. There's no way. This is this is not how it is. This is not how it goes down for even in your darkest moment, even when you turn your back, I'm coming to find you. Grace does not wait for you to show up at the door. Grace will come and find you in your lowest moment, in your brokenness, in your pain, in your hurt. Come on, and somebody grateful tonight that the love of Jesus is the end of the love story, that the love of God, it compels us, it brings us, it ushers us. Come on, if you're grateful tonight, you ought to just clap and thank Jesus for his goodness and his mercy. For God, so loved, that He gave. He gave, 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 He gives, He loves, He gives, He pours out, He helps, He aids, He shows up, He's faithful. For God, so loved. I just want to say tonight, wherever you're at, whatever you're going through, this is the type of God that can show up in your world and be everything that you need. You might be here tonight going like, man, that's cool, bro. It's good for you and your super skinny jeans, homie. Your half black accent. Don't judge my accent. Work hard for this. It's good for you, man, but you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I'm facing. You don't know what I've been walking through. I just say, you know, he's a one-stop shop, you know. Whatever you need. If you're, if you're this, well, then he'll just answer it with that. It's going to read a few things to tonight. If, If you're in this position, maybe you relate, but first one, if you're enslaved, God will buy you back. If you are, if you're lost, God will find you. If you are, um, if you're ashamed tonight, God will cover you. If you wander off, God will bring you home. If you give up on him, don't worry. God will not give up on you. No matter where you are, God sees who you are. And he loves you tonight. Come on, y'all put your hands together. If you're grateful for a God that goes beyond the agreement. Come on tonight, if you feel comfortable. Come on, lift a hand to heaven. Jesus, we thank you that tonight. That you didn't just come to earth. But you gave us your life. We're found in you. We love you tonight. We thank you that you're good. We thank you that you cover us. We thank you that you buy us back. We thank you that you're going to find us. We worship you tonight. Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. We hope you are inspired and encouraged by the message. For more information about Zoe Church, check out our website, www.zoechurch.org, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the newly added Snapchat under the handle Zoe Church LA. Have a blessed day.